Hi, hello, and welcome to my podcast, Time Out, featuring Neo Earthquake. That's me. Thank you for listening in. I hope you do enjoy this episode, and let me know what you think in regards to what I have come up with. Okay, so today I am joined by my best friend, a uh, long-time best friend. Well, not long-time, but... My friend, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> he just messed it up. <laughs> okay, <Whoa>. so... <laughs> a friend of mine named Bella. Um, so we're really new to this. We're probably going to mess up quite a bit here and there. So please Aww. excuse that. Um, let me explain this real quick. I've known Bella for a little while, just a few months. Um, so kind of a new friendship, but we've hung out a lot. And so... She's got a podcast of her own. What's it called? Um, it's called Deep Feelings and Getting to Know Isabel. Getting to Know Isabel, Deep Feelings. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So today we're out in a local park and we're just recording this for the first time. Um, so uh, I'm just using the screen name Neo Earthquake because that's what I use a lot. Um, you're okay using your name? Yep. Okay. Um, well, welcome to our podcast. I don't know if this is going to still record if my phone turns off. Um, but welcome to the podcast. So, Bella, what made you want to start doing the podcast? Um, during this past year, so much has happened, as you already know. But I would like to speak to others to where they could relate to it or, you know... Maybe even speak out and say stuff, say stuff about themselves too. You know, make them comfortable, because it's. I found out that with everything that's happened to me, it's kind of unhealthy to like keep it on side. Right. And it's better to you know talk about it, even if it's not to somebody. Just you know, record it, write it down. You know, something that makes you feel better. I think that um, for me doing this podcast is kind of like a therapy to me just talking openly about these things and not being afraid to open up so i'm really excited to share what i have with everybody and just appeal to mainly younger audiences but anyone is welcome to listen um so did we want to talk about how we met you and i um just through school or yeah we, we met, actually, from our old friends who are now... <laughs> no longer friends this? of ours. No longer friends of ours because of circumstances and things that happened. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's just say um, I lost a friend and made a friend because I lost that friend. But I don't care about that person anymore. Um, and yeah, so we met through that kind of circumstance um I actually recently just graduated um so that's really exciting for me I'm about to hopefully start working soon um did you want to talk about Um, your or because of the school that we're in and all the frustration of how how they run their school and how everybody was accepted to act which I couldn't, you know, bear, couldn't, you know, cope with it. 
I dropped out of school and I got my GED, which I am now, you know, happy and out of school. And the career choice that I had, there's no effect to it, so very happy. Perfectly valid. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad that, I'm actually glad that we both finished. Belle and I finished around the same time. She finished, like, maybe. I finished, like, two weeks after he graduated. Which is when I got my certificate, diploma, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. And you, you actually had like a graduation ceremony, didn't you? Yeah, my mom bought me a gown and we took pictures. <laughs> the reason why we did that, we didn't do that just because, you know, like, oh, you know, it looks good and, you know, you want to you wanna make it, you know, look nice. It's because, like, we, we lied to my family about it because, you know, like, most of my family... They're kind of ghetto, <laughs> and nobody really, you know, succeeds. Everybody in the in my family, like in the past, it runs through getting pregnant at a young age and not finishing school and having low jobs. So, so in your eyes, it's like they wouldn't be accepting. Of, yeah, they would. <laughs> they would like judge you right away. So, for me, I'm I'm not with them. Actually, where I'm in the military and I'm away. I'm overseas. We're in Germany at the moment. My family lives in Texas, in San Antonio, so <laughs> we make up lies to, you know, help us with family because, you know, like, we haven't seen them in how long? Maybe, like, four years now? Wow, four years. And <laughs> they don't really know me, so it's just making a good presentation of myself, you know, yeah. for when I go back. Yeah, and you don't you you don't have to tell them at any certain yeah. time, you know. Like, like people say, like the GED, it's like an it's an equivalency to getting your diploma in high school. Right. But most people they really don't see it that way. They just see it as you couldn't finish school, you're dumb, you know. There's something there's something wrong with you. Right. You there's know? such like a stigmatism yeah. with that. So. And personally. I could care less. Okay, so it's still recording, I think. So personally, I could care less whether she graduated from, you know, just a regular high school or GED. Because to me, it's no different. You know, she's still the same person, still my friend. So yeah. <clears throat> props to you for graduating. No different than high school graduation. Um, that's well. just some of the things that have happened this year. There were a lot of other things that happened throughout the school year. Um, I would say a lot of negative things, but I think there's some good that came out of it. Yeah, for me, for starting in the beginning, when I first came here, I was starting my sophomore year, but because of what happened my freshman year with um, ha being in a bad school my freshman year, that was in Kansas. I was in Kansas at the time, and then when I first came here, it, I was starting my sophomore year, but because of what happened my freshman year, I did not pass most of my classes, which is why I had like half and half of freshman freshman classes and, and half of sophomore classes, which is how I ended up with meeting a few people that I was not supposed to meet. And I ended up joining that group. Um, do you want to name people um should we use their real names should we give them fake names what are you comfortable with i'm comfortable with using their names i don't think they would listen to this all right so we're just going to use their real names then. yeah so, so i met kevin and i 
he was in my first group of friends. We were actually friends first. He was like my first friend then when we came here, when I came here. And throughout the years, he did not become the very most, um, you know, positive and helping friend that you could have had. Um, and throughout the years, we made our group bigger and there were only two guys in the group, which were him, Kevin, and Diego, um, who was younger than both of us. And um, in the beginning, <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just gonna. We're we're eating while we're doing this. So. <laughs> I hate, I hate bugs, and I'm, we're like out on a gazebo right now. And there's bees chasing him. All right, I just gotta, I gotta relax, sorry. Okay, continue with your story. And in the first year, which was my sophomore year, we dated because he admitted that he liked me, and to be honest, I thought he was really cute. And so we dated, and throughout the relationship, I found out that he wasn't a very good person. He he didn't care about other people's feelings, and um, he didn't care about what other people thought of him. And he was just a very selfish person. And you know me, I, <laughs> I'm very nice, and you know, I... I give people a lot of chances. Knowing you, I I would have to agree with that. But um, what was one of the experiences that you had with him that you would say were negative about him? And which was horrible when after which started after we broke up the last time was when him and Diego, his friend, would team up and come and come to me whenever they got bored and they would just insult me and say things that they didn't like about me verbally assault you yes saying negative stuff about my body or my clothes or the way that I looked and I would confront them saying like you know this is just wrong because like I know how they feel they're very insecure about themselves as well for someone to say that they would have to be and it's just the wrongest thing to do to a person when you like the like I knew them very well. I knew their weaknesses and all that, right. but yet I didn't use any of that against them. Because you're a better person than yes. what they were. Yeah. And I think that says something about your character as well. You're you're a more mature person than what they were. They might have presented themselves in a way that, you know, to a lot of people, maybe they were positive people, but I mean behind all the the behind everything that they presented themselves as. They were just I have I have very little to no respect for Kevin, um, for some of the things that he did. Um, he personally bashed me online. I had a crush on him earlier this year, and what happened was I was contacting him uh, via Instagram, and you know it didn't surprise me that he would leave me on read sometimes, or that he would uh, not text me back, but. Um, then he did this questionnaire on Instagram, <laughs> and maybe I'm being a little bit melodramatic about it all, but he did this questionnaire. It was basically, how much do you think I like you? And it was like the Instagram slide bar kind of thing. We're like, you know what I'm talking about, right? So I put mine at zero. And of course, he went ahead and publicly responded for everyone at our school to see that he responded to it saying, you're right. Basically, that he hated me. 
um, on his Instagram, which, you know, at first I tried to, like, laugh it off, but that was kind of shitty <laughs> a little bit. Um, so that definitely uh, shaped my opinion of him. Um, and then to the upcoming two people that we're going to talk about, um, Kevin introduced me, from knowing him, introduced me to Courtney, which is, like, his best, best friend. I don't know if they're still friends from what I've been seeing these past few weeks, but um, they were best friends when I was in school with them. And um, that's how I got to know her. And um, we became close. And during the time of the beginning of junior year, we became closer because we were in the same you know, grade. And her and Kevin were going through a tough time. So I, you know, being a nice person, I comforted her. I let her come to my house like multiple times during like several weeks where like my whole family knew her. We would go everywhere together. You guys were really close. Yes. And I, we would talk about everything together. And then um, when that was like during spring break when, you know, it was just me and her. And then after spring break, we came back to school and she tried to no Kevin he he kept saying that how he was so upset about it and how he wants to make things right with her so she you know she's like okay we've had enough of it so they talked it out right and so now they were talking to each other again and they were being friends again right and I was like okay well you guys can always be friends because you know I know how long you guys known each other I'm okay with that, but you can't drag me into anything, you know, he wants. Like, right. He, you know, like, he likes to bother me, you know. He likes to say things about me, and that's Verbally why. Assault, yeah. Yes, that's why I don't want to be around him. So, um, so that went on where she was like, and there was this one day where she would just, she would just ignore me, and she was like, she would like run away from me, and she couldn't hide during this one class, this one class we have gym class together. So I confronted her in that class and I like was telling her, why are you avoiding me? What's happening? This is all of a sudden, nothing even happened to us. Right. What's going on? And then she finally said like, hey, um, I don't think we can be friends if you're gonna be dissing Kevin like that. You're gonna be rude to him. Oh, and that's when I just lost it. And I was just like, how can I be rude to him or like be dissing him if I'm not even talking right. to him if I'm not even you know directing him or confronting him about anything anymore because right. I know that's not an option anymore so if, I if anything I think you know you should have been the one to say something like that because he was verbally assaulting you <laughs> oh my gosh these bugs he was he was verbally assaulting you and you didn't you didn't say anything and about I explained it. everything to her what was happening and how it was affecting me and she, she she just ignored everything. And I was just heartbroken after that. Like, f after everything I've done for her, it was just crazy. Yeah. that That's some betrayal right so there. So, after that, I didn't have anybody, really. Like, I, I, I met Jacob, like, you know, like, seeing him and, like... It was introduced, but we weren't friends at the time. Yeah. When I met Bella, um, <clears throat> I actually met her through 
Anne, who was another girl that was sort of friends with Kevin and Courtney. She was sort of a part of that group. And so Anne introduced me to Bella. And at first I didn't, I didn't really know anything about her. I had just met her. Um, and I, I don't exactly remember how it all started, but I remember that just the big part was everyone trying to convince me that Bella was this bad, horrible person who threw people away. And seeing that she was so alone, it really made me feel horrible because I didn't want to leave you alone. Yeah, they were telling lies about me that, you know, were ne that never happened. Like, they were the ones who told me that I wasn't, I couldn't be around them anymore because of me not wanting to be around the negativity that they surrounded me in just because of this one person wanted me to be something that I wasn't, which was all those lies that were being told to Jacob. Right, yeah. I, I remember them, uh, especially Anne. She would say things to me. She would say anything to make you look like the bad guy. She would say that you threw people away. And, like, that... she wasn't even a big part of it. Like, she didn't even know me, know me. She... Right. They were... It was just Courtney and Kevin who are the only ones who actually knew me, and they were telling Anne to say all these things that yeah. she didn't even know about me. She was just mad at the fact that she she thought that I was taking you away from her. Right. Because I didn't have anybody, and you, as a good, good kind person, came to me. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I, I think it was inevitable that me and Anne's friendship had faded away. We had Before this, we had known each other for like five years. We knew each other back in middle school. But I think it was inevitable that we were to fade away. And I think this just really sort of, it sort of did it all for us. I, I was willing to honestly lose that friendship with her and gain one with Bella because what Anne was doing was wrong. And it turned into bullying. It turned into bullying. And I wasn't okay with that at all. And there were, there was this huge fight, like in the classroom between her and I, and just all this arguing and all this drama. And no matter what, I just, I couldn't leave Bella alone because I just, it was horrible. It was horrible what they were doing to her and I didn't want her to be alone. <clears throat> yeah, and during that time period, like, I felt like, like, hey, I'm going to be here for the next year and a half, so I have to do something about it. Right. So I decided, you know what, you know, join some basketball, make some new friends, right. you know, get active. <laughs> and so I did that, and, um, and during that time, when was it? It was when that one day that you passed by and you were with Courtney Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, to me, I was like, oh, my God, that's it. She's telling him lies, and she's he's going to believe it. And that's when, you know, like, it hit me. Yeah. I don't have anybody. What had happened was it was during the lunch hour of school. And um, Courtney and Ann and Kevin, they all basically convinced me to sit with them at lunch. And um, they just kept feeding me all these lies about her. Bella's a horrible person. Don't trust her. But I didn't even know her. And the crazy thing is, I saw more sadness in her than I did somebody who would want to hurt somebody else. And so I walked past Bella one day, during this day, and I didn't say anything to her, and I felt horrible, and yeah, that was... And then that was the day when, when um, the coach was like, hey, we're gathering all the information, and we're going to tell you tomorrow who's on the team or not. So it was a very stressful day. And so, like, my coach came up to me after the whole practice, and he was like, 
he was like, I'm going to give you a chance, but you need to work harder. Like, he could see, like, I was struggling a little bit. So, like, I was very emotional. So, when I got on the bus, I called my mom and I started crying. Oh, God. And then I got, I got home and I just, like, crashed on the couch and I cried and cried for, like, two hours straight until I could finally tell my mom what happened and, like, all the stuff that was yeah. going going on. And then that's when she was like, you know what, Isabel, if, if you want to know what's happening with, you know, Jacob, if he's a, if you really think he's a good friend, you know, you should text him and see what's happening. So I got on my phone and I texted you. I was like, hey, I don't do you remember believe, this. I, I said, I asked you, I was like, do you believe the lies that she's telling you? And, you, and then you said no, and you were telling me, like, what happened and how you believe that, you know. I don't really all, remember like, this. This kind of, I mean, I know it happened. Like I don't really remember it that well. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, I felt so bad for her because she deserved so much better than that, to be treated the way that she was. And it got really crazy between Anne and I. It got really crazy. Anne and I began fighting nonstop, and it got worse progressively we had this well first off she stopped well no no sorry i'm trying to like gather the timeline here so here's the big crazy thing that happened Anne was bullying bella there was no doubt about that and i continuously confronted Anne about it and she would say i don't even say her name which was complete lies i didn't believe that and this was a bad a really bad day i woke up and i was going to get ready for school and Right as I got out of my bedroom, my parents, they pulled me aside and they said, hey, what's going on? And I, and, and I hadn't really told, especially not my dad, maybe I told a little bit to my mom, but I, they, what happened was Anne's mom had texted everyone in my family and her mom basically said, your son is bullying my daughter Anne. I will call the police if it does not stop. She said, gay son, which was another thing. She said, your gay son is bullying my daughter. <laughs> That's another thing that she said. Um, um, and so I didn't go to school that day because I just didn't want to deal with it. And... That's when Ann and I stopped talking to each other, and we didn't talk to each other for a number of months. Because if, she took it to a whole other level right. that wasn't needed. And I could have done the same exact thing to her. I could have went to her mom and told her the truth, that she was bullying Bella. But she would have gotten in trouble. Like, nothing would have happened to you because there's nothing against you. You didn't right. do anything wrong. I could it have done the same exact thing. that group. Yeah. But I didn't do anything. And eventually... Um, she, I, it was a few months later. We were sitting in class. It was earth science. Um, and she was asking me a, like a, just a regular question. And in my mind, I was thinking, why are you even asking me anything? Don't you think I hate you? And so, of course, I responded to her with attitude. And she was sitting there clearly getting ready to cry. And she was like, dude, it's just a question. And, you know, I gave her more attitude because it's like, why do you think I like, want to talk to for you? For her not to say sorry, you know, she doesn't feel anything. For her to, right. to act like she's going to cry, you know, she just wants attention. Right, yeah. Like, if she's not even going to say sorry, she, you know, like, yeah, she's just playing. So she and I started arguing in class. And then it got worse as the minutes progressed. And we were fighting, and everybody could hear it. And then our teacher took us out into the hall, and we discussed it, and we opened up about it. And, you know, I apologized. She didn't apologize, but me being a better person, I apologized and said, I can't hate you. You know, and we hugged, and that was it. And 
a few weeks later, I sort of regretted that because she didn't apologize. And then, of course, I told her that, and she apologized. But I still wasn't really cool with her because of what she did. She, If I brought up Bella, she still would have had the same opinions, so that wasn't okay. Um, and I just never forgave her for what she did. I, in, I did tell her it was all okay, but in my heart, I never forgave her for what she did. Con her mom contacting my family. She lied to her mom, just all of these things. And so that's where it all really exploded. But um, Okay, so that's, that's going to be the end of this segment. We'll record more after this, but we're going to end for this segment. We'll do a short pause, and then we'll come back. Um, take a break. Thank you for listening, but we'll be back. Okay, so Bella and I are back for the second segment. Um, we're sitting in a different spot now, so I'm sure we won't get attacked by Bees. wildlife as much. So um, we just talked about a lot of this year. Um, what did we want to say for this present time right now? Um, oh, so, ooh, something big. So <laughs> that was like the beginning of our friendship where... We began we, we we began seeing each other every day for lunch and we began we began texting each other through Instagram. Yeah. And um it seemed so much shorter. Like when I think of it, I feel like you were only there for like two weeks and then you were gone. It seems so short to me, but it was November <laughs> wait, no, it was it was the end of October, all of November, and then December and then a little bit of January. Okay. Three months. I remember you coming up to us and saying, I'm going to start school. I'll have, like, I'll finish this quarter. Yeah, that was, that was, um, I had a surprise for everybody that was, like, close to me that, you know, who stayed there by my side throughout the whole entire thing that, that I was going through. And, um, it was, a. Uh, gonna be christmas break so i decided like oh we're gonna do a little christmas party <laughs> so i invited all my close friends and before this i found out that i was bisexual <laughs> congratulations <laughs> i had a crush on my old friend that i was friends with in kansas and she moved here with me and you know we never really you know talked because she had a different group of friends right and you know we were a little bit different from each other but you know that didn't stop me right so i invited <laughs> her to the party as well and i was like oh i have it all planned where you know after the end of the party you know even though you know i'm not going to be in school anymore you know i can still ask her out <laughs> so the plot thickens <laughs> <laughs> so did we want to move spots no. or? Okay. so uh i never did it at the party i was too nervous she, she was always too touchy touchy <laughs> so i could never i was i'm but I'm that was very, like in a friend yes. way she didn't realize yes, she, that yeah she was Weird friend way. I yeah. don't understand how that's a friend way. I don't know. Like, I, mean, I would hold hands with girls. I, yeah, I, it's just holding hands, not right. touchy-touchy the way that she did. I'm sure all of you who are listening to this probably realize he's gay. You're not wrong. Um, but I would always hold hands with girls. That was like my kind of touchy-touchy thing. But I guess with you and her, it was like yeah, another level. Yeah, it was level. like way more. So I thought like, you know, like she she did say when we were younger that she would date me. But, you know, I guess things changed. <laughs> and so I called her after the party, after everything was done. And 
I sadly got rejected. <laughs> As you have picked up by now, that that did happen. And then after that, things got really weird where we we just didn't talk anymore. And yeah. I tried, but you know, it didn't happen. <laughs> like we were just suddenly not friends anymore, and it yeah. was just insane. Cause we've been friends for a long time, like not close close friends, but you know, like hey, I know her. We used to hang out and stuff. Right. That, those kind of friends. I'll tell you one thing. In spite of the outcome not being good, I think. It was either that or you would have kept wondering, you know, for the rest of your life. I feel like it would have been better if I kept wondering. Imagination, you know, that's how I've always been. But that's also a part of, like, the human experience. Um, And just growing up and, you know, going through breakups and, you know, rejection. That's just a part of growing up. Yeah. But but. anyways, that party was, like, to tell my close friends, like, hey, I'm not going to be in school anymore. I'm probably going to be homeschooled because me and my mom were talking about it. And I was telling her how I couldn't go through with the school anymore because, you know, of how they did their academics and how it was graded and how I couldn't keep up with the other kids and how I wasn't going to be able to graduate if I kept going with this. I noticed that by the end how like affected you were by it all. I think it was very necessary for you to leave school. Yeah so that's when I, I I didn't tell I didn't tell I didn't tell you yet until like the last minute wait when was it? No, I did tell you. I tell. I told you before the party. It was like in the stairwell. I remember that. I came no, down. No, no, no. From... I texted you. And you I, texted me. I remember me? I was oh. at home and I was texting you about it and I was crying because I thought you weren't gonna be my friend anymore. Oh no! <laughs> I was like no. And so that was when I first told you, and then I told everybody else, and then it took me a while to get out of school because that was during Christmas break. So, and then I, I was still going to school in January. Right. And that's kind of like a rough schedule, too, because it's like, oh, kids stop going to school for the break, and then they come back, and the quarter's not over until, like, January. So. Yeah, and the reason why, yeah, is because um, it was very complicated because all the tests were going on after, after Christmas break. Yeah. And they couldn't take me out like that. And for some reason, they were saying that even if I do finish my test and all that, they would have to make me restart the whole semester all over again. So that's why we were like, it took me so it took me so long to get out of school, because we didn't know what to do. Because that would mean that I would have to start my junior year all over again. Right. And I didn't want to do that. So. Yeah. And then we had the counselors there telling me all the stuff that was going to happen. And then when my mom wasn't there, which like was like the first time was uh, when we first got back, like the third day that we just got back from Christmas break. And I was there with my counselor by myself. And she was just there telling me how, you know, your grades are like this because it's your fault and you're not trying. And I, I was so freaking upset. I left. I left her room crying, and I called my mom in the restroom, and I was just, there were people coming in in the restroom, I was in the stall crying, and I was like, I was like, ignore me, please go away, I'm crying. Let let me tell you something about overseas schools. Maybe it's different in like, I don't know, England. The States. It's very, it's very easy for you. Like yeah. here, they, tr- they, especially because it's a military. The teachers, school. I think the t- the problem is the teachers. Yes. That's what I think. They don't consider, it, the, from my experience, I can tell because I've gone to high school all four years in Germany. They do not consider the like emotional 
effects on the student. It's all about power to them. Bless you. <laughs> but they have the power, so they're going to do what they have to to control the students. And that's what it's all about. They don't care if you're upset. They don't care if you're Yeah, angry. they, like, blame it all on you. You're right. failing. It's your fault. I, I, they're not going to – they don't – like, you ask them for help. They don't even help you. Yeah. They don't t- tell you that there's extra classes at the end of the day that you can take. There's no tutoring. Right. There's no, oh, you can do this online. No, right. it's like figure it out yourself or you're going to fail. Right. And and I know I've heard things about school in the States and it's harder because of the gangs and the, the bullying and whatnot. I think Germany, it's harder academically. The teachers, I can tell you, I don't know. I can probably tell you that they... I think they're just doing it wrong. That's my experience. I didn't learn really anything in high school. It was so meaningless to me. Just all my teachers were doing it. I remember my language arts teacher, and I've told you this before, mm-hmm. screaming at me because I literally folded a piece of paper. It, 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 yeah, it's crazy. She screamed. I, I remember because I made a mistake on my paper. She was yelling at all the students because she was one of those teachers who yeah, gets like, easily if frustrated. You get frustrated. That doesn't like you go through training to do this. Like, right. You're not supposed to just freak out because you're frustrated. Right. That's why you're a teacher. It doesn't matter if you're a teacher. It doesn't matter if you're the principal. You don't do that. Cause yeah. that's like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an animal, you know, I'm a, a person <laughs> and looking back, I probably should have left the classroom right then and there and gone straight to the principal. But I just sat down and just tried not to cry. And from that point on I was afraid of my language arts teacher as a senior in high school and I don't think any student should be afraid of their teacher yeah so where Bella and I went to school I can assure you it was not a good school and school in the states yes it I'm sure it's worse I don't know because I've never been but over here it's harder academically but yeah yeah reason why i dropped out (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i by the end i remember just thinking to myself i don't care if i graduate with d's because i was just done i was done i didn't care anymore because it was just all meaningless to me i remember i failed my algebraic modeling exam i had to get this signature from my math teacher who wouldn't sign it until he graded my test and i know he knew damn well i was gonna (laughs) fail so it was so embarrassing he is he is but and i'll admit i definitely i probably didn't try as hard as i could have in that class (laughs) but i'll tell you another thing i also didn't know how to do any of the work in there um so yeah i mean there's a lot that i could need to know how to use a calculator (laughs) this is algebraic modeling we're talking about i didn't know how to use the calculator i could sometimes learn how to do the problems but you know that's all you need to learn because you just put the problem in the calculator and then it gives right. you the answer. <laughs> but, um... That's too close, too. <laughs> he was, um... I'll tell you that, that was my hardest class, but he was not my worst teacher. My worst teacher was yeah. my language arts teacher, for sure. She had the worst temper that I've ever seen in any teacher. She was more than willing to scream at a student for whatever reason because, I guess, in her mind, she thought she could and get away with it. Um, but, Yeah. Before I dropped out, I had to, as we were saying, like, that's when all the tests came. And for me to leave the school, they required me to take the test for some reason. So I took all the tests for each of my classes. And (laughs) I was still in biology. Biology is a freshman year class. So I still had that. So I took that, the test. And (laughs) it was during (laughs) seminar. And, um... 
she put the test on the board because she didn't have have anything printed out she wasn't ready so she just put it on the board and projected it and what she didn't know oh, was that the, the answers were like like in bold <laughs> oh my god so i got all the right answers but and i mean so i basically cheated without right <laughs> and, and you know i'm sure there are so many students out there who do stuff like that but it doesn't even matter because i don't e- i don't even need that stuff in my records anymore because right it's not part of what I accomplished. Right. Yeah. There's a lot that I could protest to in high school. I just think the system is so wrong. It's it just over here, maybe. I, I imagine, it, I guess on some level, maybe it's easier academically in the States. I don't know. Have you yeah. ever gone to the school in the States? Yes. It's so much easier. I remember. Um, Where did you go to school in the States? Um, the easiest school I've ever been to was in San Antonio, which I, I only went to school there for like three months. <laughs> But, but it was the easiest school I have ever been to. Like, all my classes, I got A's and, like, sometimes B's. Was there, like, a lot of homework assigned? Where the teacher Did the there, teachers not even care? Like, there wasn't a lot of homework so- assigned. Like, what I remember, the only homework I got was from my science class, which was just, like, um, making sure you had everything in your notebook in order and make sure you have it ready for your next class. <laughs> Would you say that the teachers were rough at all on uh, you? Like rough as in, you know, get your behavior together, but not rough as, you know, like you're stupid and you need to figure this out. It's uh, just like they'll walk you through it because right. they're super nice. They'll make sure that you know what you're doing and like if you need help they have they have two hour tu- tutoring after school and it was just it was awesome i had good grades wow. and you know people there in san antonio they're, they're like really ghetto and dumb <laughs> so like everybody in my class would be like how are you getting those grades and i'm like uh <laughs> just ask the teacher for help <laughs> had, had you gone to a school outside of the states before this or um Outside of the states, yes. Uh, well, Hawaii is considered. In the yeah, Hawaii is a state. Yeah. In the- <laughs> but then I, it doesn't matter because kindergarten, I was here. So no. I, I've gone to school entirely um, overseas. I've never gone to school in the states. I don't know what it's like at all. But you know, I've heard a, a bunch of different things about it that it's worse because of, of fights and, and bullying and whatnot. Yeah. Um, there was a fight on the first day of San Antonio in school. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's considered the worst school in San Antonio. Like, like uh, statistically because like, of the fights? Ghetto, ghetto-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't say anything because I've never been to school in the States. I've just heard everything that I've heard about school in the States is that there's a lot more fights and that, like... I mean, even it's the just stuff- because of behavior and being stupid. <sighs> but... If they ever came to <laughs> Germany and had to go to school here, they would all fail. I think I think it's uh, uh, just the work is hard. I think the teachers maybe don't care about as much as the students over here that they do in the States. That would be my guess. But Like, for now, like, not considering the people in the States, but people who come here who are in the military, you know, they're smart kids. 
and you know they want to get things accomplished and they know what they're headed for right i would say there's i don't think there's a lot of people who fail in schools over here i think it's it's harder yes but i don't think there's a lot of people who fail uh and your circumstances were different because there were a lot of other problems outside of school um but i i don't think there's a lot of students over here who fail um d's people who get d's i think that's pretty common but i mean of my graduating class i think everybody almost everybody in my graduating class graduated class of 2019 um but yeah yeah that's the sad part that there's less people who are seniors than there were juniors yeah and then i and i'm i'm one of those people who like didn't go to prom because i just thought it was stupid i didn't go to any of the dances or i because it was just meaningless to me it was all meaningless to me i didn't want to be at that school any more than i had to because i hated it there you know i did what you would probably say is the bare minimum to graduate and i'm okay with that i'm fine with saying that because it's true i did the bare minimum but you know what i'm done it's over graduated other things you need to worry about now (laughs) yeah (laughs) becoming an adult that's one thing (laughs) that's a a fear in itself but bella and i are both now legally adults so we're new to the adult world (laughs) um yeah and the sad part about being here is that we can't have our driver's license until we go back to the states mm -mm, nope yeah yeah over here unless you speak like fluent german and know how to read it and know how to write it it's really hard to get your license there are no american driving what that i know of there are no american driving schools you have to go back to the states pass the test and then get your driver's license to drive here so i'm 18 i still don't have my driver's license and then i wanted to i wanted to leave before but that's not gonna happen so by the time i get my driver's license i'll be 19. (laughs) i probably won't get it until later because i'm moving to a big city um after this um chicago and that's known for having a lot of public transportation so it would be meaningless for me to have a car so i don't i'm probably not going to get my license until i'm like 25. you know my dad took me out driving once and he cracked his back i offered to drive back home but you know <laughs> he declined Whoa, yeah he doesn't you that much. no he 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 we were driving out in our town because this was before we moved to our new house um we were driving around and um he got out of the car and i don't know what he did but he did something to his back <laughs> and my dad's not a young person <laughs> um so of course i was like you know i can drive back even though this was my first lesson that i had ever taken <laughs> no, no i would have gotten in a car accident it, even though this was a town where like literally nobody was out at any time of the day <laughs> but still so I, I don't know how we got around that one but here I am today, still alive and with two functioning legs. So I think I started learning how to drive when I was 13. 13? That's a young age to so learn how to drive. I know how to drive. You know how to? Like, you know, like, the gears and whatnot? Yeah. Like, I, I don't I know. Just, the only thing I'm scared of is how to park. I'm how scared. to park? Are you, do you, how to park, like, hor- uh, what do they call it? Like, backwards? Like, where you're going into I it backwards? Cannot. You can't, but, or you can't park, like, at all? Like, it's just scary for me. I tried this one time because, like, my brother broke his leg and he had to do some x-rays. And so my mom left me in the car with my sister. Oh, my and God. She, and so she was like, you know what? Go park at the end of oh the parking lot. Oh, my God. And so I drove 
to the end of the parking lot and I tried to drive into the into the parking space and I accidentally put my foot on the on, on the oh on the the what the brake or the on the gas the gas instead, oh my god instead of the brake and so I drove over the sidewalk and I, I was just so scared. And so I, I, I parked anyways. But yeah, I'm scared of that happening. I'm, so, I'm amazed that you can drive at all. Because I, I can't. I don't, I don't know. And the thing for me is that how do you drive something that big? Yes. Yeah. So I told my mom. I was like, mom, I cannot drive a big car. When I was in the States, my grandma like basically gave me her car for the like the time that I was there. Right. And I would drive her car everywhere. It's a small like little Toyota. But that's the problem because it's like this this person with this not super wide range of view having to drive this major vehicle. Like I would feel so pressured to do because my fear is that I'm gonna like get off the road by accident <laughs> or like I'm gonna swerve into the wrong lane or something. That's what I'm afraid of. If I ever get a car, I want it to be like one of those one seater cars because <laughs> it would just be so much easier. <laughs> Oh, I just accidentally swerved into the wrong way. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll be a more responsible driver than that. But yeah, my mom was saying like, if you learn to drive this car, you can drive any car that you want. I was like, no, I can't. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> I'll, I'll just ride a bike. When and I then move that's to what Chicago. I'm stressed out about now because my mom's saying that. I can't have the car that she's been telling me I, I'm gonna have, which is my dad's old Toyota car that we have in the states that my grandmother is now holding in her possession until i get back but my mom's saying that she wants to sell that car now and that she wants me to have my great grandmother's car which is like an older ugly toyota <laughs> and, and i mean uh, neither one of us are spoiled i'll tell you that much it's not like she's wanting yeah, like it's, a it's just it's just, you know, I'm not sm- spoiled. They're, like, basically the same car. But, you know, like, I've had my mind set on my dad's car for years now. She's and you've been, planned around that, I'm she's, sure. She's been telling me ever since I first started middle school that that was going to be my car. Yeah. Uh, my family and I only have one car right now because um, we sold a different one. I don't, I don't, well, maybe we didn't sell it. We got rid of it. Um, so we only have one and we don't even actually have it with us right now. We have a rental because our car, something's wrong with it. So it's being like looked at and repaired. So now we're driving a rental, but my dad works pretty far from home. So he has to drive that everywhere. So now my mom and I have to walk um, onto the military base, which isn't that far. It's like a 15-minute walk. But still, we I mean, sacrifices, I guess. That yeah, you... like, with, I was just thinking, with what you were just saying, like, spoiled, like, a lot of people think that military people are... Are spoiled. Military kids are spoiled. No. But no, it's not no. the case. Well, it's the case, like, if you're, like, the only child. But yeah. If your family... I've has... seen, like, in bigger families, especially, like, on these military bases, they are not spoiled. If anything, they're, like, surviving mm-hmm. uh, would be the word. That's how we are. Like, we have three kids in the family. 
plus two two dogs. Yeah. So we were always on a budget all the time. Right. We never have extra money just to spend just for fun. And it's different from my family because my family isn't military affiliated. My family, my parents work for an American company over here, so they're not a part of the military. But like all the military families that I've seen, I would not call them spoiled. I would just say that they're surviving. And that's, you know, that's that's just the truth of it all. I've seen like in in the photos on like my Instagram, I've seen like pictures of the Christmas, you know, holiday and like they have these small trees, you know, and it's like it's almost kind of sad. My dad cuts the trees from, you know, have I ever taken you to the pond behind my house? The pond behind your house? I don't think so. Well, no. There's this there's this little area behind my house where it's like a pond and then there's a forest behind it. Every Christmas now we go behind the pond where the where like the little forest is and we 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 cut our trees down. <laughs> Wait, so you literally cut your tree. Yes, my, and... my dad gets an axe and he cuts the trees what? down. But, I mean, those trees have to be, like, God knows how many feet tall. No, no, like, there's, like, little baby ones. Oh, little, where this lake is? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we'll cut, our, we'll, we'll cut the, the medium-sized one for the living room and then we'll have, like, little small like little small ones for our rooms. And that's a lot more and traditional. It's, it's free. That's Yeah, <laughs> it's free. It might be illegal, but it's free. <laughs> That seems a lot more traditional. My family and I, every single year, we use a plastic tree because it's just, it's so much less of a struggle. And maybe that makes us look cheap. It's nicer, to be honest, because, (laughs) like, when we're hanging up, we have so many ornaments from, like, like, all over the years, over the years and whatnot. And we can't even put all of them on the, on the natural tree because, like, there's so many space and gaps. It looks kind of of funny. I was like, Mom, I want the plastic tree. And she's like, we sold it. I'm like, no. But, oh, well, it has a nice smell. (laughs) That's the benefit of it all. It has a nice smell. Yeah, it's got like that that kind of piney smell almost. It's a pine tree. Pine tree. No, it's not a pine tree. Pine trees have like pine cones. My bad. I don't know. I don't know anything about trees. Or nature, for that matter. Yeah, because, like, that would be, like, a pine tree. It has, like, pine cones. I mean, I was an Yeah, that's a pine tree. Pine tree? It has But I didn't think pine tree was... We sound so stupid right now. I didn't think a pine tree was, like, a type of tree. No, that's just you, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it is. I don't know anything (laughs) about trees. I'm living in, like, one of the most tree-populated countries, and I don't know anything about trees. I know, like, from Minecraft, I know there's oak. I know there's... Like, I, I get I get some of this from Minecraft. There's oak. There's like spruce. Do you still right? play Minecraft? I have for the past few weeks. I've been waiting to get this call for this job. So all I can do at home is play video games. And I know that makes me look like a schmuck. But uh, there's nothing schmuck? else to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting at home waiting for like a job. It's, oh my god, it's so you boring. Mean, like the person who lives in the basement after. Yeah, day. that's what it looks like. <laughs> but I, I finally got a job. I, I'm still waiting for like another call. I filled out all the papers, so your boy is working. <laughs> finally, took like I can't even tell you how long it took. Um, I need to get started on my 
future and plan stuff. Because, like, remember when I was talking about apartments? Apartments that, in San that, Antonio. All that stuff got deleted, so I don't know what's what. <laughs> well, I think you definitely have to do it, like, uh, right before, because they update so quickly. You know, like, this one's sold, and this one's sold. And you also want to be really sure of, like, what you want, to. I don't care if it's sold or not. It's just, like, having the options open to where, like... You feel safe. It looks nice. You know, like this good work. neighborhoods. You know, yeah, oh good. yeah. Um, my parents. We've settled on the idea that I'm going to move to Chicago. Sorry, <laughs> Chicago. Um, and we haven't really been looking at apartments. We're saving that for like a few months beforehand. But we're going to live with your brother. I am. Um, we're going to share an apartment, and we're going to live in. I shouldn't. Wait, say. he doesn't have the apartment yet. My parents, they don't have the one picked out. Is that what you mean? No, they don't have the one picked out yet. They're, um, they haven't started looking yet. Um, they're going to look right before because um, they want to see Because what they're going to look at now probably won't still be up for sale or something. But, I mean, uh, I keep saying sale. We're not going to buy it. We're just going to pay right. rent. Yeah. Which, of course, is cheap and demeaning. But, um, you know, it's got to do what you got to do. Starting life in a big city. So... I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah. So was there anything else that we wanted to talk about or were we getting ready to wrap this up? Um, anything that you had on your mind? Anything that you wanted to get no, off your chest? let's talk about our careers, what we want Careers. Um, I would like to do something with behavioral science. Um, I would love to be like a counselor of some sort. Or That would be very helpful because I know you would be a good counselor. Yeah. You actually care. <laughs> I, I would hope that I'm, I'd be a good one. But of course, that will take a lot of experience. So that's like years ahead. <laughs> um, but it's just something that i'm passionate about what about you what's something that uh, you wanted to do for me i already have planned to where i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to san antonio texas and i'm gonna go to an Nevada school so i could get the course done of estiology it's for like skin care i just stuttered right there Whoa. <laughs> estiology i've never heard of that before but skin care that's yeah a... and that's that takes like half a year and then after that, if I have the time and if I have everything together, I would like to take a course of cosmetology, which is a whole year. Wow. Okay. Perfect. Is there like a, a separate school for that? No, or? They, okay. they go to the same place. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a good goal. Do you plan on like working in like, I don't know, a beauty shop or yeah, like... Yeah. Um, I was thinking since like I watched people who I admire, who do the same thing that I want to do and how they started by working for other people and how they work their way up to where they're like the owners of the place. Yeah, you could be an owner, a manager. Um, it's all about experience is what yeah. it is and just gathering what you need and yeah. Does that require um, like, uh, is it's not a regular college, I'm guessing. It's like a- um, It's a, like to where you can get a license for what you're doing. Oh, okay, okay, so. So like it tells the people like, hey, this person has experience, they're- they're, it's it's legal for them to do this. <laughs> yeah. They can't get sued. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I doubt they would hire people, like, injecting, I don't know, poison into your face or something. <laughs> I doubt they would do that. <laughs> yeah, like, those people who put Botox in their face and they're not, they're not legal to be doing that to people. Oh, yeah, like black market Botox yeah. surgeons or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know where you would find those people, but... <laughs> on, what's it called? <laughs> the online place where they find the people. The deep web, is that no, what you mean? No, it's this website that my aunt goes on. <laughs> Your what? <laughs> she gets, like, free stuff on this website all the time. It's like the website, I forgot what it's called, but I, I, I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or the website where, you like, you meet a people, meet a person for a job, or, like, you're meeting, you're meeting somebody, you're meeting somebody to pick so up something, shady. and then they get kidnapped. <laughs> Sounds so shady. Sounds like a great way to get killed if you really want to. Yeah, my me and my grandmother tell my aunt all the time, like, you need to stop. You're going to get yourself killed right. or Right, or go to jail if you're lucky. That'd probably be the best of circumstances. Uh, she's been to jail a couple of times. Oh. That didn't surprise her. It is the United States. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, what else do we have? Um, um, I know we didn't write down, like, since anything. We, since we brought up this topic of family, I think we should do that in our next episode family and issues with growing up there's a lot to be talked about coming up coming up on our next episode so um i've already done our exit for this episode um bella great to have you um she'll probably be my frequent guest on here but again she has her own podcast that she'll be starting um what is it called again it's called deep feeling slash in Getting to know Isabel. Getting to know Isabel. Deep feelings. Go check her out. She should be publishing some stuff soon. I can't promise you a date. <laughs> but I'm really uh, slow. <laughs> uh, but a little bit of a procrastinator. I've, I've taken a while to get this one up and running. But um, So that'll be the end of this episode. Um, I'll leave you here with our exit, which I pre-recorded. Um, and stay tuned until next time. So... Goodbye, and see you next time. I don't know, I'm not... um, Hear from you next time, I guess. I don't know. So I know that um, not very many people are probably not going to listen to this. It probably won't gain much popularity. Um, But if you are listening to this, I do want to personally thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. Um, I really do enjoy doing these podcasts, and I want to continue doing these. Um, I'll probably make some more episodes here and there, but so far, this will be the end of this one. I do hope you enjoyed. Um, Thank you for listening, and until next time.